I'm Reg Ferguson, and I'm a fashion consultant from New York City, born and raised. I've been helping men look fly for years, and now I want to help you learn more about menswear, the entrepreneurs, the brands, and top fashion tips on the Fashion Geek Podcast. Yo, this is Reg Ferguson, Fashion Geek number one. How are you? Well, doing another episode straight off the dome. I have a shoe guy in my neighborhood. He's been in my neighborhood for 26 years. His name is Mikhail. He's from the old country. He's Russian. The sign in front of the store reads Michael's, but I never call him that because I'm all about respect. That your name's the name you were born with. I can take the time to address you by your proper name. So when I first moved into my neighborhood, I didn't go to him because I had a Polish guy literally just a few blocks away from my house. And he was good at what he did. I often get taps done front and back. And then, of course, you know, every once in a while, you need some emergency work done. I remember he he worked on a bag for me. A bag I got in Brazil. And he was cool. Person, a few words. But cordial, got the job done. One day I walk over there to get my taps adorned and he wasn't there. (laughs) I was shocked. What what am I going to do? So I remember going further north in my neighborhood and going to another place on the side street. Guy was okay. I mean, he he did the work just fine. I think it was like his personality. I was kind of meh. But then I decided, hey, I need a regular guy. So around 15 minutes from my house, still in my neighborhood, there was Mikhail. So I started going to him. And it was always the same routine. I come in. Hi, my friend. How are you? Hey, my friend. How are you? And I give him my shoes. Generally, again, it would be taps. Go. Back in front? Yep, back in front. Heel and toe. You want to wait? Yeah, I'll wait. Sometimes I wouldn't. Most times I did. And he'd always tell me to have a nice day. I would do the same. I met one of his sons who used to be in there all the time. Now he has his own place. And he, he pitches in for his dad on Saturdays. And I'm a creature of habit, and I just started going to him all the time. And then again, every once in a while, special project, maybe involving a shoe or a boot, a bag. Always there in the pinch. However, what I also liked is that sometimes he'd look and go, nope, can't do it. Nothing can be done. And I really appreciated that. 
Because to me, he could have just grabbed the money, done the work, knowing that really it wasn't going to be sustainable. So I really respected the fact that he'd be willing to say no to a customer. So for shoe work, you're not coming every week. <laughs> you're just not. And I have mad shoes and boots. But you go when you go and you develop a relationship, a rapport, and make them laugh, which I like. Because sometimes he'd come out the back really serious. Or sometimes I would overhear customers giving him the business. And I would tease about it. The gentrifiers. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> but I really enjoy taking my taking my product to Mikhail. He's the dude. He's the guy I count on. And I like to think everyone in the neighborhood counts on him. Around eight years ago, came into the shop and he looked white as a ghost and after we exchanged our pleasantries I said my friend well, what's the matter he looked at me started shaking his head oh my friend I have a new owner alright oh this new owner my friend he wants to double my rent wow I mean, double. She's a wheeze. I mean, he's a shoe guy. He does shoe repairs. He sells shoe accessories, polish, I don't know, saddle soap. Then he has a gazillion other items that to me make no sense. That's part of his product line. Like, hey, you want a plastic keychain? I'm your guy. The other thing he does have that I, I do enjoy is that he has a watch repair business. And that's with his buddy, also from the old country, who's a Hasidic gentleman. And I like him a lot. And I just I just laugh at this at this setup, which is so typical of New York. One's a Christian, one's a Jew, boom. Now I'm the brother. <laughs> we get along famously. But getting back to to the point, I could just see the stress, the frustration on my friend's face because he knows his numbers and doubling is gonna leave him leave him flat. The shoe guy, the cobbler, they don't receive the business that I used to see like as a kid. Everyone went to get their shoes repaired. Now, people, I don't even think, understand the use of taps and how it mitigates against wear and tear, particularly in the heel. Ladies and gentlemen, get taps on your heels. And when that tap becomes thin, replace it. Because it's so much better to replace a heel tap than a whole heel. 
But we also have a, a style of shopping now in which people are not really trying to maintain their leather items for longevity. They'll wear a shoe out. They won't polish it. They don't understand that leather is a skin. It needs to be moisturized. It needs to breathe. You need to work the cracks. And listen, I've been doing this since I was a child, learning from my late grandfather, but I still have learned additional things to help me to keep my shoes to be at their very best. So my friend was just so upset. There's nothing I can do. I can just listen and be not only a consumer, but be a friend. And I remember leaving, just saying, I don't know if he's going to last. If an owner is looking at you dead in the face and go, hey, I'm the new sheriff in town. We're going to double up your rent. Have a good day. That's, that's rough. Well, somehow that worked out. And I remember asking him, and I could see relief on his face. Felt better. He looked better. And he said, yeah, you know, we we worked it out. Which means they compromised, right? They met somewhere in the middle. So this means my friend, his margins are even thinner. And again, the patronage is, is the patronage. It's not going to really increase. And I think his son has done a really good job in his store. And I don't go there because it's. First of all, I'm loyal to his dad, but also he's an additional 10 minutes away. Crossing over to another neighborhood. And it seems like he's figured out the different product lines that make sense. I know he also does watch repair. This is a business that isn't glamorous. But in my mind, this is a business that's needed. So years go by, and this week I go to get my string loafers back from Jay Fitzpatrick. Big shout out. Justin, I know we have to do an interview. It's on me. It's not on you. going to do it. And the toe box is kind of narrow. I don't wear the shoes a lot. They're black. They're really beautiful, but I wore them recently for my wedding expo. And when you wear them the whole day, you realize, oh man, it's a little narrow for me. I have a relatively narrow foot, but my toes, they're, they're rubbing against each other. They're giving me a message. <laughs> so I decided to do something about it. Gave it to, gave the pair to Mikhail, who always inspects my shoes because he loves my shoes and then tries to make me feel uncomfortable because he wants to know how much I paid for my shoes. I don't like telling him that. He'll look, he'll grab the pair with one hand. Sometimes he has his half glasses on. Sometimes he doesn't. He turns the shoes around. Mmm, my friend, nice. This is nice. How much you pay? I hate that. 
just just kind of go in circles. Ah, I didn't. Yeah, I just they're on sale. Every once in a while, I have a price tag on them, which doesn't mean I paid that price. But I think he just thinks I'm living high on the hog. <laughs> and that is simply not the case. I'm all about deals. So anyway, I go to pick up the shoes. And immediately he wants me to try them on. But I have my my thick hiking socks on. I said, oh, my friend, don't worry. You had them for a week. He was like, no, I stretched it. I stretched it as best I I was like, I know you did. I'm sure you did a fine job. I had a little bit of time. There was a customer ahead of me. I waited. Customer didn't have a ticket trying to get his wife's shoes. Mikhail is not a mind reader. However, he is for me because he never gives me a ticket. <laughs> I'm in the loop. But anyway, I don't know. Started asking him, hey, hey. He's always asked me first, how is everything? I give him an answer, and then I always ask him. And he goes, the owner. And I was so surprised because this has been years, eight years. I'm thinking everything's fine. But this is what time does, right? He goes, my friend, my, my son went to court for me and we got the lease extended, but I'm looking for a new place. I just, I just looked at him and I said, here, here on this thoroughfare, which is a major thoroughfare, it's, he's cross street from a train station. He said, yeah. I said, what about the thoroughfare over, which is where I live? He's like, yeah, that too, but this one is, is better. How about a side street, my friend? No, no side street. I need the traffic. No, 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 I understand. Just, just asking. He said, I'll take a smaller place. I don't know his numbers. But I'm just wondering, is he going to be able to do this? We're a neighborhood that has gentrified. It was always a middle class neighborhood. But we have a lot more services than when I first lived here. When I first moved here, we had plenty of services. Now we have an abundance. You want a Thai restaurant? We have at least three. I don't know how they all survive. This is business and the owner can do what he wants. And I don't know the owner's numbers. But I know this man has been a fixture in the community. Helping us walk straight, walk better. Look nice. And he's going to be, he's going to be cast out. And then I'm going to be like my mom. I'm going to walk past this place by myself or with someone and say, yeah, that used to be my shoe guy. And now it's a whatever. Life really isn't fair. 
for these pioneers. It's an honorable job. He takes care of shoes and boots and bags. He places watch batteries. He even makes keys. Never done that with him. I go to my hardware store. But he's there for us. And now we may not be able to be there for him anymore. Will he find a place? Will he be able to afford it? What happens if he can't find a place? Where does he go? He does earlier retirement. I do not know, but I believe this is his love. This is his joy. I just love making him laugh. And I'd like that to last for a much longer time. Peace. Take care of your shoe guy. Always be fly.